This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 15th of September. Justin, very exciting news. Our savings game, Win The Week, is going up a notch. We used to have just three winners every week, but now we have 40 winners every week. That's right, 40 winners every single week. Download the Flux app, play Win The Week, and perhaps you'll be a winner this week. Love it. In other huge news, US's famous Met Gala is now done and dusted. Okay. And just before you think you could never go, think again. You can actually snap up a table for between 200 and 300,000 US dollars. Wow. Three wonderful stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, McDonald's Australia has been found to have broken advertising rules after a local radio host posted an Instagram picture. The home of the Golden Arches have broken the golden rules, Brett. What is the story here? (laughs) Okay, so McDonald's, aka Macca's, Mm -hmm. aka Mickey D's, and the home of secret Big Mac sauce (laughs) is the most famous fast food chain in the world. In Australia, there are 970 delicious restaurants and more than 1.7 million customers visit a Macca's restaurant Whoa. every day. That's more than 6% of the Australian population. <laughs> yeah. And recently, McDonald's has jumped on board the influencer and celebrity marketing train. Well, I know they've partnered with rapper Travis Scott and even Latin pop artist Jay Balvin. But Brett, Macca's Australia has now been caught out by the Ad Standards panel for breaking the code of ethics. Now here's what's happened, Jazzy Boy. Macca's has a partnership with a South Australian radio station named SAFM. One of the hosts shared a pic on his Instagram featuring some Macca's products Mm. that were gifted to him by McDonald's. Now he tagged Macca's South Australia but didn't say anything about it being a sponsored ad post. And the ad standards panel was not impressed. They said it breached their code of ethics because it wasn't clearly distinguishable as advertising. Got me wondering, Justin, what is the key learning here? Influencer marketing has become serious business. How about this stat for you? 49% of consumers depend on influencer recommendations when buying a product. And Brett, the industry has blown out to over $7 billion globally. So, as influencer marketing becomes more popular, the Ad Standards panel is cracking its whip even louder. Mm -hmm. This means that influencers need to disclose their commercial relationship with a hashtag ad or a hashtag sponsored. And Brett, it's not only the advertiser who's going to cop some heat, but also the company advertising. KFC was recently pinged for deceptive advertising. And we reckon there could be more where this one came from. Mm -hmm. For our second story, Amazon is building a new payment processing system to steal merchants away from competitors like Shopify, like PayPal, and Square. Mr. Steal Your Merchant on the loose, Justin. <laughs> What's the story here? Right. Amazon's got a massive 300 million active users. That's double the population of Russia. <laughs> and it's got the customer stuff down pat, mm-hmm. but it hasn't yet nailed the merchant space. Enter Project Santos. This is a secret project that was created last year with one mission. And what was it, Smarty Pants? That was to steal small business customers from Shopify, Square, and PayPal. And how do they plan to do it? Well, like those companies, they plan to build their own point-of-sale system, otherwise known as a POS system, and it would sell it to merchants. And this new point-of-sale system would handle in-store and online transactions. They claim to help small businesses control their inventory and help them analyse their business performance as well. So what's the key learning here? Although Jeff Bezos has Amazon's fingers in many, many pies, Mm -hmm. he actually named Shopify as one of Amazon's strongest competitors. As we know, Brett, Shopify sells the software tools to build e-commerce sites. But it also has a payment system behind it to facilitate all these transactions. And for small businesses, Shopify's become a pretty popular alternative to selling via Amazon's marketplace. And Justin, although this space is already massive, mm-hmm. it's really starting to heat up. Yeah, the global point of sales software market's expected to reach nearly 20 billion US dollars by 2028. So I think we can expect Facebook, Apple or Google or all three <laughs> to come and join the party soon. Definitely. For 
For our third and final story, China is breaking up the nation's largest finance app and it's going to force the company to turn over user data. Oh, wow. This tech saga continues, Justin. What's happening here? All right, B-Man. It all starts with Alipay, which is a mobile payment super app that's Mm. used primarily in China. Now, this app has more parts to it than the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, let's talk through them. You can make in-store payments via the app. You can also make online purchases through the app. And Justin, not only does it have payment services, it's also got a loans business as well. Yeah, it's for traditional credit cards as well as small unsecured loans. And of course, all these features sit under the Alipay Super app, which has more than 1 billion (laughs) users. But now, Brett, the Chinese government wants to break up the Alipay app by separating out some of its lending features. And it's all part of the Chinese government's plan to (laughs) de-tycoonify China. So what's the key learning here? De-tycoonification is all about limiting the power of Chinese tech companies. Brett, if you thought you were tough in the board game Monopoly, China's (laughs) government is taking it to the next level. Yep, the Chinese government is hoping that by getting big tech to turn over their data, Mm -hmm. these monopolies will crumble harder than Novak Djokovic in the US Open. (laughs) And Brett, how are they doing this? Well, China's growth has kind of hit pause or at least slowed down. And the government reckons anti-monopoly regulation will actually increase the country's productivity and maybe help China's economic growth. Flux fam, as we said off the top of the pod, we've previously had three weekly winners of our savings game Win the Week, and now we have 40 winners every single week. Some of our winners include Harley, Elizabeth, David, Louis, Jem. Also got Jaden, Nicholas, Steph, Josephine, heaps more, Jazzy boy. So if you want to play Win the Week this week and give yourself the chance to win one of the 40 prizes, download the Flux app. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.